If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the Goat Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a goat, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville, and welcome to another episode of the Goat Consulting Podcast right here in VC Productions in studio in Nashville, Tennessee. we got a great show for you today. On the right, always wearing the goat family of brands, my good friend, the CEO and founder of Goat Turf, Tyler Burnett. Tyler, we're glad you're here mm-hmm. today. It's a, special, it's a special day at the it, table. It is a special day. Today. We'll get to that in just a second. And to the left, as always, wearing the BRB <laughs> T-shirt, the yes. calming force to our show, the LinkedIn whisperer, Captain Kinsugi. Yes. John this Byers. Was, this, thank you. This is a shirt that was came in a day late from recording our I Easter remember. episode. And I remember. So this is my Easter shirt. Uh, Better late than never. I was very excited about it, yes. And, and then asking and staying, we invited him to stay, and he decided so graciously that he would. He would. Sometimes dreams do come true. Mm. Uh, having my good friend at the table, mentor, coach, teacher, one of the best in the business, Joe Calloway. Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We're so excited to have you here. Bourbon here trader also us. and connoisseur. No, and business no place, No place I'd rather be. Wow. wow. That's this very is cool. Little. I guess if you that watch enough sense. YouTube, Joe Calloway, he comes to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to add this to the YouTube yes. and have Joe there. Today's show is uh, is good, mm-hmm. uh, and we that means so many things. We got I think we got something special for the audience in here in just a second. But before we get into that, we want to thank Dev Digital. Dev, yes. Dev Digital always supporting us and supporting Nashville with all things digital. Please check out Dev Digital and, and the great work that they do in healthcare and education and all the other sectors. They that support they, Zambia too and, and Nashville. Well, they have offices, they offices do. in Zambia. Yep. We are the Go Consulting Podcast. We serve it up in a way that you can get it. We're like Waffle House. In our 20s, they teach us to get in a game. In our 30s, they teach us to move up in a game. In our 40s, we try to stay in a game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. Mm. In our 50s, we say, what is it that we really want? And we hope that through today's topic, you'll say, maybe this is something that you really want today. Thank think you might. In GOAT, it's easy to see in sports. It's people that are recognized for their greatness. What they do elevates the play of those around them. But in business, it's people that compete on unique perspective, unique education and unique experience. What they do gives them energy, and it gives other people energy, creating new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. And that certainly speaks to everybody that's sitting at the table today and about our topic for today. And our topic came to me, of course, via via John, Saturday text. Hey, have you ever watched this episode of Chef's Table mm-hmm. on Netflix? John and his Netflix Saturday afternoon shows. Love it. And he <laughs> said, do you know this person named Christina Tassi? And me being who I am, lied and said, of course I know who Christina <laughs> Tassi is. Goes right to Google. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> Google, the most inexpensive, expansive textbook on planet Earth. 
But I did search to your point. Google. I did Google Christina Tosi, and I is it Tosi or Tosi. It's Tosi. It's Tosi. Like we talked about. <laughs> I figured the irony was there. I did that. I did yeah. that just for you to see see if you were looking. But thank you. That's kind of a little foreshadowing today today's show around intelligence with crazy. Well, it's it's layers of intelligence and crazy. With <laughs> um, Christina Tosi, and yes, she is on was on Netflix Chef's Table, a whole episode dedicated to her. I think season four, episode one, something like that. But now she also has her own Netflix special of bakers, like really? the superhero of bakers. It's fascinating. It's yeah. so good. I don't even watch baking shows, but I love watching. This Add that and to I your bio. I'm watching. hungry already. Yes. Well, <laughs> you you may be in luck, and and I will give some compliments to my good friend David Green, who we talked about this a couple weeks, week and a half ago, and he said you got to check out this episode. And so what led me to connect the dots here, and I will tell you, Christina Tosi is a rock star. Like she. She may be a goat, and there's some things that I wrote down as I was watching this episode that really resonated with me. By the way, she runs a place called Milk Bar. Watch the episode. We're not going to spoil all of it for you, but Milk Bar, 260 employees, $76 million in revenue a year. Mm. And if you did the math, as I did, that's $290,000 in revenue per employee, which I think is super cool. It's pretty good. Pretty good market. It started with a million-dollar funding. So even better, and not that long ago. So she is fascinating, and she's known for a couple things. Um, some of the language in this episode that I just jotted down that, that is important, when she was talking about cake, and she is known for a cake. She doesn't ice the side. She just says, this is what I want. This is how I want to do it. She said, when I thought about cake, I thought, it's a world of missed opportunities, and I had to redefine it. If that's not goat language, like, I don't know what is, yeah. right? She's a mad scientist. One one of her chefs that they interview, one of her chef friends, peers on the show that she did some work with for a time, She he said, and this may be the most descriptive thing about her, he said she understands nostalgia and wants to destroy it all at the same time. <laughs> that is beautiful. Like you know what that is? Yeah. That's saying... That's what goats do. I'm going to take something that reminds us that we enjoyed in some kind of way, and I'm going to make it better. I'm going to elevate the game around me. And she did that. She did that with what is now known as crack pie. And I'm just going to go ahead and say you're welcome because what <laughs> I did is I, no. I went to the Milk yeah. Bar website Two days ago, knowing this episode was coming, You're and so I good at what you do. I ordered a crack pie for those of us in this room. And so I'm going to hand these out. You, wow, really, this you is, really did. You're yeah. pulling this out of the... This is a... Uh, holy smoke. This is a first for the Goat Consulting Podcast, not only to... To our honored guest, Joe. Fabulous. Joe. Wow. Thank you for such a big piece. <laughs> you are welcome. In the, in the pre-show notes, mine said two pieces. Davey. Davey, I did catch you a piece oh, wow. here. So. Davey, producer. Davey's going to England today, so this Davey's is this will give the you the energy. We stoke him up for the flight. Should we have a cheers? As you are trying or, or about to try your crack pie, I will tell you, here's what's amazing, and maybe we'll talk about how she landed on this, but it resembles what you might have known growing up as like a chest, chest pie, pie 
ooey gooey butter cake, somewhere along those lines, and she's made it better. Here's what's super cool, and here's what makes this and Christina Tosi the goat. She puts the recipe for this on her website hmm. next to the button to order it. And you know what? I still ordered it. $60 to order this crack pie when I could have spent the time making it. And you know what? That's part of what I love about what she does. She says, I'm so good at what I do. In fact, I'll share it with I'll you for you free how to do it. There's a goat lesson in that. Maybe we'll get to that here in a second, but I'm going to take a bite. Take a bite. Take a bite. You know, one of the things that I wrote down that I thought was so interesting that she says in that episode is... What is it that you can do every single day for the rest of your life that brings you joy and reminds you that life is short and not to worry? And the answer that she kept coming back to was what? Make cookies. Make cookies. <laughs> Make cookies. There's such a lesson in that. In a goat, yep. There's a goat lesson in that, right? We, we spend We spend most of our time trying to do what? Climb the ladder of success. She didn't do that. She said... What is it that you can do every single day for the rest of your life that brings you joy and reminds you life's too short to worry? Look at your career. Look what you walked away from a career that you were going to do what? Continue to move up. That's right. And up and up. And you said, I want to do something where I can create something that impacts not only myself, but, but others. But others. Take a second and, and and enjoy that pie. That's good. <laughs> and you know, and know about that. And right after that line, and I love that line. I'm so glad you said it. Right after that, she says, "And I'm blissfully in love with that pursuit." Mm. Wow. She's super clear on what she wants to do, how she can make the world a better place, and she's blissfully in love with it. I cut grass for so long and loved it. That's why. I the nostalgia of that is what brought me to what I do now. <laughs> now and I just put still, in the best looking grass that you don't have to take care of. And people still ask you yes. what? Do you have to water it? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you, you have, have to cut to? it like once a year or? Yeah, these are some great questions. Do you have to cut it? Can I say something about this? You can Please. say whatever. Bring it. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is just stupid is so good. It's crack pie. That's crack pie. Right That's crack pie. God, Joe just mic dropped. Like that was his moment. Yeah. He just brought it. Wow. And we're we're sharing these with some cocktail napkins that I brought in. Joe and I are uh, bourbon lovers. We are both blissfully in love with the pursuit of bourbon. And these cocktail napkins have a couple of really fun sayings like, I like long romantic walks to the bar. Uh, mine and Joe's favorite, though, is the yeah. one that says, this bourbon tastes like I'll be texting you later. <laughs> so these are pretty special. Thank you, Buffalo Trace, for sponsoring this episode with those cocktail napkins. Joe, you know, Joe, when you hear what is it that you can do every single day for the rest of your life, when you hear that, it reminds you that life's too short to worry. What does it make you think about? I'll tell you what popped in my head is it's funny thinking about 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. And I thought about when I first started, and I was like, people would say, could you do, and whatever they said next, I was already going, yeah, 
I'll, mm. I'll do it. I'll figure it out. As far as, you know, giving a speech like yeah. to a business group. Yeah. I'd go read a couple of books about it. I'd, you know, but, but I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then at some point it reached, it reached a point where I started saying, no, that's not what I do. Yeah. No, I don't do that. Mm. And Warren Buffett once said, uh, the biggest difference between successful people and extremely successful people is that extremely successful people say no to almost everything because you get clarity on making super cookies. clear about you get what clear you about what you want. Yeah, and you learn. I got to say no to all those things I don't want. But it took me a long time to get comfortable saying. Thank you, but that, that's not what I do. I can send you to somebody who does that, and they'll do a great job. Yeah. It's not what I do because it's, it's not what I wanted to do. I think Because I think the perception of success is different until you get older and you understand that. Because I think yeah. when you're younger, the, the definition of success is that I'm busy and you know I'm covered up and all those words you hear from I'm busy and I'm making money. That's right. Yeah, that, and that was it. And your perception of money is so Different when you come from nothing to then having some. Now you think, well, one day if I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, I'm going to be successful. Or yeah. you could never a, a dream of doing what you want to do and making the money you want to make yeah. at the same time. You're just chasing and running. But ironically, if and, you look at her path to success, she did all these other different things, and then said, "But this is what I really want to yeah. do." Yeah, she got super clear, and that's something we talked about with Peter Clune, right? I mean, when you when you get clearer on your beliefs it's easier to do the right thing for you yes. right and to hold yeah. on to those beliefs and Tyler you said something about perspective it's the pers- here's one of the things I wrote down when I think about this episode it's the perspective of goats and their ability to see differently that changes everything for them and the world Christina Tosi became uh, before crack pie she recognized um, people love the nostalgia of cereal and milk and, and yep. when they were kids. That's how she really started developing something, bringing something that had existed in new ways. She started thinking what, what I might have said at one point outside the box. Deepak Chopra, I read recently, said he was being interviewed by his brother, and they have a fascinating story. And in this interview, his brother says, one of the things that I appreciate about you, brother Deepak, is that you think outside the box. And you know what his response was? He said, what box? <laughs> and his brother's like, fair enough, to my point, right? And I think that's what Christina Tosi started to do is how do we take something and make it totally different? Like there's no box here. And that's how now we have Milk Bar and they're they're selling crack pie and cereal milk to the tune of $76 million a year, and they'll give you the recipe for it. It's yeah, I've gone back and forth on that a long time on my website. Do I do I tell people how I do the turf? Do I put YouTube videos out of how I do it and why I'm different? And, and you give do, everybody though, the recipe. Right? We're starting to do that. You know, I think you get more and more comfortable, and you start trying to figure out what it is you enjoy and what you're trying to accomplish, and that's something that we've kind of been starting to work on. But that's, that's a huge, huge hurdle to overcome. To give your recipe of all your ingredients and and still have people that come to you for it? I've had those moments in the past where I remember 
showing, telling somebody here what here's what a final outcome would be, and them saying, "How would you do that?" And I'm like, "Well, you got to hire me first. And I don't even like I feel shame saying it here at the table because I don't do that today. I'll totally put it out there, call it in a similar way, showing the recipe, putting it out there on my website, and I think we have more to gain with that kind of approach than we do the alternative. I truly agree. believe that. I'm just pausing here for a second, thinking about the crack pie. Did we, just, did we call this a pause cast? <laughs> is that what just happened? <laughs> here's, here's one of the things that, that I wrote down from this that I thought was interesting. She said, desserts will still be relevant will still matter in 2050. Desserts yeah, will still will. matter in 2050, meaning that everything in this world is becoming digitized, but you cannot digitize desserts. Mm. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> and I thought that's a powerful idea. That's cool. Yeah. It, 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 what she really looks at this as is the opportunity to connect with other people in a way that allows her to say, from her unique perspective, her unique education, and her unique experience. And, and I think she's this mad scientist. She's this dessert evangelist. Um, she doesn't think that she can save the world through desserts, but she can get pretty damn close. Yeah. And, and I think that's ultimately, if we say that in our 50s, this is what I really want, I think that's what we're all after. Yeah, one of her fellow chefs said about her uh, when he tasted the crack pie, he said, who would make something like this? And then he said, somebody that's incredibly talented and cares deeply. Mm. If that's not a better description of a goat, I'm not sure what is. There's something to be said about soul food, right? You put your soul into it and you can taste it. I think that's what happened here. So, so what, let's talk more about this idea of nostalgia, mm. that she appreciates it at the same time she wants to destroy it. What was your cereal as a kid? Oh, shit. G- golden Grams. Oh, God, yeah. Golden there is some good milk and it some was, Golden Grams. It was on the border of Cereal's healthy so bad for you. and bad. You know, Golden Grams was just a step above. Cheerios. Cheerios? Yeah. Did you, Cheerios, like sh- the did you sprinkle nut? sugar? Did you sprinkle yeah. sugar on top? Yeah. <laughs> that was my yeah. jam right there. Yeah. Mom would be like, what are you doing with the sugar? Nothing. <laughs> And then you had a little, you could scrape it out of the oh, bottom yeah. and have that sugar. <laughs> cookies. Oh, what, were the, what were the ones, like the mini cookies? Yeah, cookie crunch. Cookie. Oh, wow. I would, oh my gosh. Fruit I Loops. I did. Crunch. I'd wear, I'd wear out some Fruit Loops too, some Apple Jacks. You know, we kind of had a little bit of everything in the house. It's why from fifth grade until my senior year of high school, I weighed the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> did True you, story. Did you have the cereal bowl that had the straw on the side of it so you could oh, just yeah. drink oh, it? Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. Is that where you were going? You're going to ask that. I mean, so what what else do you think about when you think, I mean, this is a powerful idea. Nostalgia, have an appreciation for it, but at the same time trying to destroy it. Have you seen the baseball team called the Savannah Bananas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesse Cole came to Nashville, and I spent a morning with him when he was first starting the team. Mm. He, He wanted, here's the kind of guy he is. He said, can I come to Nashville and buy you coffee and just talk to you and ask you questions? And that's when he was wow. first first starting it. And, man, you talk about, and the rest is history. He's everywhere. Yeah. Go on CNN's homepage right now. He's probably on, on the homepage. Oh, yeah. He's uh, like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Exactly. And it's a, it's a very unique unique thing they're doing. I I, I was this morning, I, wa- I work out with my wife for like 30 minutes. We get up and work out together and it's kind of some time where we talk that what about you call it. Yeah, that's right. That's what we call it. But, um, 
I was I started cracking up this morning, and she's like, "What are you laughing about?" They had the first baseman wearing high heels out there taking ground balls, and I was just rolling. God, Coach Pete yeah. would be so disappointed. Oh boy, Coach Pete would not be. <laughs> what okay. would he say? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> so I have to it, think about that. This whole your question reminds me of something that. But that's I what wonder, I think about when I think about nostalgia. I think about the the true pastime of America and somebody keeping a lot of the things, but also tweaking it just to make it a little bit different because the the times are different, right? It's hard to keep somebody's attention for five minutes. He, five seconds. Yeah, he redefined it because their competition is not other baseball games or other sporting events. It's themselves. It's it's themselves or a family wants to have fun. Where do we spend our yeah. money? We could go bowling. We could go to the movies. We could go, let's go see the Savannah Bananas. I well, think a lot of people struggle with that. I struggle with that with four girls. What do I go do to have fun where we can both have yeah, fun? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of things you can do. I think this might have been Steve Jobs, and don't send me your hate mail if I get this wrong, but I think it was Jobs that said, um, if we're not disrupting our, ourselves as a company, somebody else is. Yeah. And that's what it th- makes me think of when I think of your question around nostalgia. like, And that's what she did, like, Christina Tossi, she took something that had been around as long as America, American Pie. Like, as long as America's been around, she took that, leveled it up, made it better, and she did it with everyone else around her along the way. And that's what goats do. They disrupt themselves and things they love to make them better. That's it. So, really, that concept of understanding nostalgia and at the same time destroying it is disruption. 100%. 100%. Here's some practical that I that I jotted down from this episode of Chef's Table. She talks about at one point like how do you, how does you move how do you move up? What do I want to do as I as I navigated from where I started and, and it's a really cool story and how she got there. And I've jotted down three things that she said. She said how well she might not have said them like this, but I jotted down three things that I think she might tell us along her story. Have people that push you. And she has chefs that were like, hey, like, wait, didn't you, aren't you, like, coming from a real incredible pastry background? Why aren't you doing that here? And she says it's a beautiful, imperfect family. Yeah. Have your beautiful, imperfect family know who those people are, and she did, and have them push you. Number two, she said, show up early and leave late. We've heard that before, right? If you watch this episode, you can watch why that was so meaningful to her. And number three, she says, make something for family meal. I might say, serve your people. Like, serve your people in your house. Make something from Family Meal. If you don't know what that means, you'll have to watch the episode. And I don't think it's, it wasn't lost on me that in that third moment of serving her people is where Crack Pie was born. It was in that moment of servitude that this pie that's now a large portion of $76 million in revenue was created. There's something about those three practicals uh, that I think is really fascinating. So one is is what? What's one? Have people push you. Have people push you. And you're like, call it a coach, right? You you said it like, have a coach, yep. right? Maybe that's that. Maybe, but it's your beautiful imperfect family. Yeah. So for for me, I, after I watched that episode and I texted you guys this, I said, what's my brand? Like that's part of hers. What's my brand? I'm going to text 15 people and I'm going to ask them. This is my beautiful imperfect family. Give me some feedback. What's my brand? I texted 15 people and asked them. That was just oh, yes. a, something that I did. It's practical for me that I, mean, I got from this very episode. Did you hear what I said? 
You said I was a good dancer. <laughs> Make your own clothes. Yeah. Know the Dewey Decimal System. So push you, yes, and then to serve other people is part of it. Uh, push your, you know, have a beautiful and perfect family that pushes you. Show up early, leave late, number two, and serve your people. Serve she your says people. make something for family meal. You have to watch the episode to learn what that's about. Nostalgia and at the same time destroyed. I keep mm, going back so to, good. to Velveeta. Ooh, I don't know why. I would say just destroy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before it destroys yeah. you. That's yeah. right. It's not. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> when we're talking about Velveeta, they're mutually exclusive. It's not. You can't do the same thing. But when I think. Yes. <laughs> when I think about Milk Bar, you know, I mean, Joe, I'm, I'm going to tie it in here. When you think about categories that sit all by themselves, right? Yeah. I mean, Velveeta sits all by itself. Uh, milk bar, that's what I, when I'm thinking of nostalgia, something that's been able to stay over the decades, but at yeah. the same time, then totally destroys and disrupts everything yeah. that's in front of it. Um, that's the first thing that came to my mind when I heard that, uh, when I heard that expression. What, what did you think? About nostalgia? Well, and at the same time, just wants to destroy it. Well, I, I'm associated with a group called the Disruption Lab, and, and we have done work with companies. And this is, think about it, this is so hard. Here's what you're doing that's working, it's making you money, it's paying your bills. Yep. You got to figure out a way to, at the same time, keep making enough to keep the business viable while you invent yep. what is going to put that out of business. Because, because if we're not disrupting that, ourselves, if you don't somebody, do it, else, somebody is. else is going yeah. to. So, good. so what can put us out of business? We got to figure that out, and we've got to be the ones to do it. Do you see yourself doing that all the time? Yeah, always. Yeah, but I, I'm from where I worked and how I grew up. Everything is about how do you get just a little bit better today. Mm. Yeah, and so I don't think it's something where I'm trying to do it by next month. I think it's yeah. something yeah. I'm doing every day to get Jack better Cuban than it's just built get a in. little bit it's better. It's how you think. Yeah, it's how I think. Yeah, right. yeah. For Jack, sure. Jack Jubenville, get a little bit better every day. She, you know, if you read and you listen, she does say this, and I think maybe we'll land the plane here. She said that her seven-year goal, her seven-year goal is to feed every single person in the world one cookie. God, please, please do that. Like, is there any single thing you could do that's universal then give somebody a cookie and they're not appreciated. I I see a strategic partnership. Hey, what's that hotel that you used to go to? (laughs) Double tree. Oh, my God, their cookies were phenomenal. Yeah. I would literally gain like eight pounds every time I stayed there. I was about to say, I see a strategic partnership. They were warm. They were warm. warm. And you go back down and ask for another one, and you felt shameful about it, but they were so good. (laughs) At Oakland High School, they came around. They had Otis Spunkmeyer cookies, and they would sell three for a dollar. And they would come around to the classrooms, and the special ed department did it. But they would say, you may want any cookies? And, like, everybody would be like, three, three, three. They sold so many cookies at Oakland High School or Otis Spunkmeyer. They were amazing. Had M and M's and chocolate chips legit. in them. They're, they're I mean, awesome. They don't touch just a toasty cookie. No, Toasty takes it to a whole other level category all by herself. Like goats do. I'm seeing a strategic partnership between, let's say, the Four Seasons and Milk Bar here, mm. right? So when you when you walk in, then you get to choose. Do you want the crack pie? Do you want the the Milk Bar concept came from her eating cereal, getting to the end, and saying. 
we don't usually see this as something that stands by itself, but it is so good that it needs to stand by itself. That's a unique approach that you say. Because when I started the turf business, I thought, well, I'm going to go sell everybody turf. But then what I quickly realized is that, no, I'm better partnering with people who are already in their homes, already in their backyards, landscapers, pool builders, architects. And that's where I really started gaining momentum. And I think what you said is a good point. And maybe maybe they don't think that way or maybe they do, but if you could sell to the four seasons to one person, they put it in every place, you could start expediting and getting cookies to everybody a lot quicker. There it is. We, we it just is. we crack, just order yourself some crack pie. So what's so so what's next for our next episode? Are you got some milk bars coming in? Maybe. Oh, that'd be so nice. milk, stick around and see some milk bar moments for for Tyler Burnett and for John Byers and for my good friend Joe Call- Callaway and all the way bringing some crack pie for, in you. two days in short order. Yeah. I'm Colby Jubenville and this is the Go Consulting Podcast. Boom. Oh.